Swimming was everything Karen knew. While other girls her age were playing with dolls, she was in the pool on her town swim team competing against older, stronger, and faster kids. At Princeton, she led her swim team to win their conference division championships. Three of the four years she swam. But when Karen graduated in 1983 and jumped into her first job, she faced a crisis. How would she continue to stay active when she was stuck inside a cubicle most of the day? So she biked every day to her job at a computer consulting firm, but still, she was itching for more. Her roommate was training for a triathlon, so she tagged along, but only because she knew she needed to keep active. But it wasn't anything serious. A year later, she entered her first triathlon ever, riding the same bicycle she rode to work every morning. She didn't win, or even come close, but she did finish, and was eager to take her game to the next level. So she did another one, and another one, and another, and, you guessed it, another. It was her sixth triathlon that year where she won her age group, finishing second overall. But she missed out on the $500 cash prize because she checked the amateur box. Karen Smyers was no amateur. Five years later, after finishing fourth at the International Triathlon Union World Championships in France, she decided to compete full-time. Her dream was to get on the podium at the championships. And to do that, she needed to train full-time. But after a year of hardcore training, her return to the championship was very disappointing. After swimming nearly a mile in open water and biking almost 25 miles, she was stuck in fourth place, 4.5 miles into the 10-kilometer run that would ultimately determine the winner. And it sucked. Physically, it sucked. It was a hot, humid September day in Orlando. Mentally, it sucked worse. After all of her training, and after exerting every ounce of effort through the swim and cycling part to the triathlon, she still wasn't good enough to earn that medal. They called up the top three who all got medals, and fourth place was pretty much as good as 100th place. So I sat in the audience that day, watching the other people get their medals, and decided that the next year, I really wanted to be one of those people called up to the medal stand. Out on the course, her friend, the 1985 Ultra Sport Athlete of the Year, Scott Molina, saw her struggling and shouted, Karen, you gotta want it. And it was just one of those comments that sunk in. And the next few minutes, I just thought, what am I doing out here? All I can think about is I'm hot. I've worked all year for this one race. I have about 15 more minutes of feeling hot. And then I'm going to have a year to cool down and think about it. Those five words burrowed their way into her soul, reigniting the flame that the miserable conditions had begun to put out. Off in the distance, she could see three people, Aaron Baker, Joy Hansen, and Carol Montgomery. She began to drive, pushing herself to the edge of braking. She churned her legs madly and soon slipped past Aaron. She pulled even with Joy and Carol with only a half mile left. She'd been gaining on them and they didn't even realize it. They had passed Karen so long ago that they forgot about her as a real threat. To Joy and Carol, it was just the two of them battling out to see who would become the best triathlete of 1990. And as Karen slipped past them too, she took them by total surprise. She pushed her way through the final minutes of the race and into the heart of Disney World, the most magical place on earth, with a performance that can only be described as magical. Nobody forgot Karen after that. Between 1990 and 1995, 
She twice won the St. Croix International Half Ironman Triathlon, took second in the Gatorade Ironman, and fourth in the Ironman World Championships in 1994. Her first time competing, by the way. She won the USA Triathlon Elite National Championships in 1990, 1991, 1992, 1993, and 1994. Karen Smyers clocked the fastest marathon time to that date for new entrance in the 1994 Ironman World Championships. In 1995, though, she forever left her mark on the sport. She won the USA Triathlon Elite National Championships. Exhaustion, the wall, they're powerful things, but they're far away from what Karen Smyers is feeling right now at the age of 34. She was named Triathlete of the Year by Triathlete Magazine, for the third time, by the way, in five years, and was named the U.S. Olympic Committee Triathlete of the Year for the second year in a row. She took gold at the Pan Am Games Triathlon and pulled off an accomplishment no other woman ever had. She won both the International Triathlon Union World Championship and the Ironman Championship, all in one year, 1995, the two most prestigious races in the sport. She was unstoppable. This is going to be one incredible finish because Karen Smyers is right there. But then life happened. In a freak accident, a storm window she was installing slipped and sliced through her left hamstring. It was a setback, but she fought back. In August of the following year, three months after giving birth to her first child, an 18-wheeler sideswiped her while she was out cycling, breaking six ribs, dislocating her shoulder, and leaving her with a collapsed lung. It was another setback, but she fought back. Four months later, she was back on the bike training for another triathlon. She refused to stay down. It was definitely the passion for my sport triathlon that I'd gotten into that helped me to get through the fear of getting back on my bike after getting knocked off by that 18-wheeler. In September of 1999, she finished in the top 40 in the ITU World Championships. Despite being sick with debilitating bronchitis, she was tired and beaten down, but not out. Fighting back was her move. She refused to quit. Think about the most accomplished scientists, inventors, teachers, athletes, artists. They all have one thing in common. They really love what they do. They're passionate about it. But weeks after the World Championships, doctors came back with devastating news. It wasn't just bronchitis she was fighting. She might have thyroid cancer. Knowing what could be growing in her neck, she decided to compete in the Ironman Championship a month later, finishing just seven minutes behind first place over the nine-hour race. Then the she did it again, postponing the biopsy on her neck until after her next triathlon in Mexico. Cycling through the streets of Mexico, tragedy struck once again. A cyclist ahead of her lost her balance, flipping her bike, causing Karen to spill off hers and tumble into the streets, shattering her collarbone. December of 1999 found her lying in a hospital bed after having her thyroid removed over the course of a complex six-hour surgery. The same amount of time it takes to complete a half Ironman. It was a setback, but she fought back. She had more reason than ever this time around. The triathlon would make its debut as an official sport at the 2000 Olympic Games in Sydney. If Karen could be one of the three fastest triathletes during the U.S. trials almost a year from now, she would be able to represent the country she loved competing in the sport she had given her life to. There would be two rounds of trials, 
the first in Sydney, Australia, and the second in Dallas, Texas. If she could outright win in the first trial, she wouldn't need to compete again, especially not in the second trial. She could secure her spot on the very, very first try. Except that that didn't happen. She finished fourth, fourth place, way outside the round of winners. In Dallas, the top two finishers would round out the U.S. Olympic team, just the top two. It wouldn't need to be an outright win, but Karen needed to finish first or second. This time, she finished seventh. Her bid for Olympic history was finished. It was a setback, but she fought back. It was all up here. It had nothing to do with my physical fitness. It was all my mindset and how I was thinking about things. She would go under the knife again to remove another cancerous lymph node and endure chemotherapy. But a year later, she came back from her battle with cancer in a flash, finishing fifth in the Ironman Championships and winning outright the U.S. Elite National Championship. Her story continues. Today, Karen coaches triathletes and cyclists at all levels, helping them push through their own obstacles. I urge you all to pursue your passion with all the might you can, come hell or high water or semi-trucks. <laughs> she didn't win every race, but she never stopped trying. She never stopped fighting. She fought cancer. She fought broken bones. She fought peer pressure. She fought broken dreams. She fought her own unrealized expectations. It wasn't a cookie-cutter journey to greatness like you might see in a movie. She lunged forward and got pushed back by life. She made massive progress and then lost along the way. She won when she should have lost and lost when she wanted to win most, which is a perfect illustration of what it takes to be a champion. You have to keep fighting, even when life seems unfair, even when you give your best and it's not enough. Karen's life story is a story about trying, desperately, fiercely, against all odds. What's your story about?